Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Mm, mm. Oh, what's to drink for happy hour? Salty estrogen. maggot tears. No, estrogen this oh. week. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fucking row rage. That's yeah. what's coming, man. Uh. We have Wendy Davis on the happy hour. You do. Shiro of Texas. Remember? Yep. <laughs> Filibuster 13 hours in her pink sneakers. And that was before this shit show we had going on. Yeah. Ha! Huh, this Handmaid's Tale. Uh-huh. Uh, and Jill Weinbanks, because everybody's talking about the Nixon template and the Supreme Court and what's going to happen with the uh, orange trader in chief. Right. Good Donald Lord. Trump. Uh, so please drink up your estrogen. Enjoy happy hour. Well, you know I'm a healthy eater, and eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factors' restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast midday bites and more there's no prep no mess meals factor meals are ready to heat and eat no prepping cooking or cleanup is needed flexible for your schedule get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required head on over to factormeals.com slash liberal 50 and use that code liberal 50 to get 50 percent off once again the code liberal 50 at factormeals.com slash liberal 50 for 50 percent off VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Wendy Davis, former uh, Texas state senator. Thank you so much for taking time. There's no one I wanted to talk to more than you this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, Jody. Happy to be with you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, well, Von Seal in Asheville, our Thank beloved, you, is Seale. your friend. That was what connected yes. us. You all... Shout out to our dear friend, Von Seal. Yeah. So your old uh, friends from Texas. Wendy, I, you know, it's so funny. I didn't want to talk to you before we went on because I, I 
started by just saying I can't imagine how you feel. You were obviously famous. Was it a 13-hour filibuster in your pink sneakers to stop? Uh, it was bill number five, right? But Yes, Senate th- bill number five. And, you know, that was back in the good old days when all they were trying to do was shut down most of our abortion clinics, right? Yeah, I just um, was going to say that was like 20 weeks or something. And this is all since then, Wendy, all the ground we've lost, including Roe v. Wade falling. I just, I can't even imagine. What, well, let's start with that. What you felt the day Roe Ro v. Wade fell. Well, we understood how bad it was going to be. You know, our state was one of several states that had trigger laws in place so that if Roe was overturned, abortion would immediately become outlawed in our state. And the only exception we have here, and I want to put, you know, big air quotes around the word exception, is to save the life of the mother. Unfortunately, that exception isn't even real. Um, And that's something that we can talk about a a little bit more, and I'm sure that we will. But we understood that the reality was going to be terrible. You know, there have been some high profile cases in the news. But one of the points I think to really press upon people who are listening is that this has had an impact on thousands and thousands of women and other people who can become pregnant in our state. And the impact is being felt in a way that is hard to even communicate fully. Wendy, I've said it many times, but I'm like, stop with the Handmaid's Tale jokes because we're there. Yeah. I mean, the fact, the fact that Kate Cox now is over the weekend, it, again, a court is deciding whether she can have basic health care. She has a non-viable fetus. There's a chance she could die. She has two kids mm-hmm. already. Like, how is that pro-life? Or she could not be able to to uh, uh, have kids after this if she's not allowed basic health care. And the fact that we're, that Ken Paxton, who I, I don't even know what to say. I'm not even sure why he's not in prison already. But so he gets to decide. He gets to, t- I mean, this is a party, as I was saying, that's just stop believing in law and order or the law applies to them. He's like, no, 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 I don't care what this judge said. You know, I'm going to deny you health care. I mean, it goes to the that basic principle of freedom upon which this country, one of the values upon which we were built. And the idea that a person in Texas who very much wanted to be pregnant and to give birth to a healthy child is facing the torturous reality that Kate Cox is facing and trying and struggling to make a decision that is right for her physically, that is right for her emotionally, that is right for the fetus that she is carrying to prevent suffering, that is right for her family, that is in accordance with her faith and her doctor's advice, The fact that Ken Paxton is standing in the examination room with her and saying, oh, no, against all of that, I get to decide. That is so antithetical to the idea of personal freedom and everyone in this country, you know, no no matter where you fall on the partisan political spectrum, every one of us has a vested stake in pushing back when the state is allowed to intrude upon our personal freedoms yeah. in that. This is not the small government party, Wendy. I mean, this this is, um, I don't even know what to say what this is. It's just cruel. 
And, and you know, I know you've yeah. spoken openly about having had non-viable pregnancies that you had to have abortions for. I mean, this is just, how is it pro-life to force a woman to have a non-viable pregnancy? It's hard to even describe for people who haven't been through it. As you mentioned twice, I've had much wanted pregnancies and in terminations. One, because it was an ectopic pregnancy. And let's just be clear here. When you have a pregnancy in your fallopian tube, if it is not treated and it ruptures, you will die. Yep. That is as, as plain and simple as it gets for life of the mother. Um, the other situation that I face is very much like Kate's. I was further along in my pregnancy. It was in my second trimester. I was excited and planning for the birth. I had two other children at home. As a family, we were welcoming and hoping for the delivery of a healthy baby. And we were devastated as a family when we found out that I was carrying a fetus with a fatal fetal abnormality. It is the most torturous decision a person faces. And I was so emotionally distraught, as was my husband, as were our children. I cannot even imagine not being able to get the health care that I needed. I mean, it was hard enough yeah. as it was. And one of the bleakest or the bleakest period I have ever faced in my life. If I also had to do what Kate Cox is doing right now, and I just want to say an incredible um, appreciation to her and send my love and prayers her way. Because not only is she facing this incredible turmoil, she also has become a spokesperson for how broken things are in Texas. She's had to be brave enough to file a lawsuit and to challenge Greg Abbott and Ken Paxton and Dan Patrick and all of the other far-right Republicans in our state who have decided that they belong in this decision-making I, I just cannot even imagine what she's going through right now. You know, when I listen to you with all this passion and what we've always loved about you, just, you know, your heart and your brain and your, you know, passion for, uh, you know, for, for what's right. I, I These awful men you mentioned, and you've tried. You ran against Greg Abbott for governor. You ran against Chip Roy for Congress. Just there's some awful men in Texas, but there's such a history of amazing women like Governor Ann Richards and Molly Ivins and you. Do you feel any hope for Texas? I mean, I feel like, you know, one of our, our uh, millennial or excuse not millennial Gen Z friends yeah. just wrote a piece about how Texas is a voter suppression state. They're doing everything they can to make sure you can't vote with student ID because they know that young people are not with them on any of these issues. Do you have some hope for Texas? I do because you know what's the alternative right yeah and and hope without work is meaningless we have to put the work in that's going to realize our hopes for what can happen in texas that's what i'm doing with planned parenthood texas votes that's why i joined them we have a very specific electoral strategy to reach out to and register people for whom this issue is of high importance and who will show up at the polls for the first time in their lives, for many of them, and who will express their outrage at the ballot box. And I wanna stress that 
our national elections are so important when it comes to trying to restore abortion rights, but our state elections are so vital. It's why we're in the position that we're in right now. And what happens in Texas, our statewide elections happen every um, two year, every four years, but they're on the non-presidential cycle. And we have such low turnout in those midterm elections. If we had the same kind of turnout that we had in presidential elections, I truly believe that in the very next statewide election, we could turn things around. But we've got to do the work to get people voting yeah. at that level. And, well, and as people said, that... we live in a voter suppression state, and it's tough, but we're doing the work to try to make sure yeah. that people can gain access well, and you have to people, I can't remember which awful Republican men, you have so many, um, <laughs> <laughs> who, said, who basically openly bragged about that, you know, if they hadn't, you know, suppressed, I mean, I didn't say it that way, of course, but whatever it was, you know, knocked people off the rolls that Biden would have won in Texas, you know, but bragged about it, bragged about that, you know, if we hadn't, I mean, obviously they find ways to, what, what did one judge say, you know, surgically target, you know, minority voters, young voters. Um, That's right. So let's talk. The other thing is, I, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard about this other case. Uh, black woman miscarriage results in felony charge. Um, that's the other issue of, you know, women of color and, and maternal health outcomes in this country are just disgraceful. But Brittany Watts is 33, a Warren, Ohio woman headed to a grand jury on charges that she allegedly attempted to discard the remains of her baby. She was handed a felony charge when she sat on the toilet uh, 20, after uh, 22 weeks of pregnancy and felt the baby pass through. By the time police responded to her home, they said the fetus remains were stuck in the toilet. They they test they found that an autopsy found no injury to the fetus. Uh, the fetus had died before passing through the birth canal. Uh, Watts' medical records show she visited the hospital twice before delivery. Uh, they said the fetus was going to be non-viable. Uh, and so now she's out on bond and faces a felony abuse of corpse charge. I mean, it literally does feel like we're living in Gilead. You know, this and this is she was told to just go home. This is what women are told now. Just go bleed out or go do whatever you're going to do. It is sickening that she was not able to get the care that she needed when she needed it. It's sickening that she's being criminalized Mm -hmm. for not being able to get that care. It's sickening that she, I am sure, endured incredible emotional distress about losing her pregnancy. And it's sickening that she now has to deal with the potential of spending time in jail or prison as a consequence of what happened to her because she didn't get the health care that she needed. And 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 what's, you know, a, an assault upon assault in all of this, as you just said a moment ago, black women suffer incredibly high maternal mortality rates in this country. We already have one of the highest in the entire developed world, and it's three times as bad for black women. When we are denying black women or any woman or any person who can become pregnant the care that they need and then turning around and vilifying them because they are suffering the consequence of not getting that care it should upset every one of us so much that we put this front and center of who and why we vote in every election going forward until we fix it yeah well i you know, it's almost, you know, you feel crass talking about it, Wendy, but you're right. It's like an election after election, it, the results are proving that, you know, it, 
women are not going to just forget about this. Women don't just forget about losing their, their bodily autonomy. And so, you know, I guess that's the silver lining is, is certainly is driving results in state after state. Those that, you know, and, and I think you're absolutely right. This is going to be, I hope, just a huge blue tsunami in 2024. I hate to say it, but all these horrible stories you and I are talking about are what's yeah. going to drive that. Because the reality yeah. of Roe v. Wade is falling is, is you know, when Lindsey Graham is on tape a thousand times going, I've always been consistent. This is state right, state's rights thing. And then he's like, no, no, we need a national abortion ban. It's not a state's rights issue. It's always been about controlling women, hasn't it? It always has been. It always, always has been. And I think people are coming to understand that more and more and more. You know, and and you said a moment ago something about all these stories and, you know, our hope that it will motivate the kind of turnout that we need to see to turn things around. Behind every one of those high profile stories are the stories of people who are suffering the consequences of abortion bans in states, 21 states across this country. Those are people who are kind of the silent sufferers here but they know what their experience has been. Their family knows what their experiences have been. And I think the understanding about what the human consequence of these abortion bans look like is more widespread even than we really understand. Yeah, yeah. It really is not just fascism, but but religious theocracy that that we're fighting against that is the choice in, in 2024, I think. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, and what's fascinating to me, I was just um, looking at a poll from this morning and um, Donald Trump's position in the Republican primary in Iowa. And, you know, what it looks like he's going to win with is the evangelical vote. And it's just sickening to me. It is. Um, you know, to your point earlier. He's the least Christian person we have ever encountered in this country. But yes, go ahead. <laughs> yes, you know, and, and 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 the 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 term that is used by people of, of that perspective that purports to be pro-life. I, I mean, I, I could spend an entire hour talking about how the policies and practices and personal choices of Donald Trump have been anything but pro-life. Oh, that's an hour I, I would like to book right now. When can you do it? <laughs> you know, everyone in, who's in power in our state, too, you know, it, it, it's just ridiculous that they get by with laying claims. And there's a lot that. of us, Wendy, that are still mad about being told we were being hysterical in 2016. And, oh, yeah. they're their little lady, Roe v. Wade's never going to fall. And yeah. those of us that knew exactly what was going to happen and the and how the Supreme Court does matter. And, you know, Mark Elias said it. We do not have the luxury. A vote for Jill Stein is a vote for Trump. A vote for Bobby Kennedy is a vote for Bobby. Trump. A vote for anyone oh, other gosh. than Joe Biden yeah. is a vote for Trump. Yep. And we are That's in right. Yeah, just terrifying territory. Listen, if all else fails, we will airlift Austin out and bring it here to California. Are you? You know, we need to be here. We need to stay here because we've got to try to help everyone else who is here. That's my goal. Texas is lucky to have you. Wendy, thanks so much for taking time for us. It's such an important time. Thanks for covering this. Really appreciate you. No worries. Appreciate you too, Wendy. Thank you. Thanks, Wendy. There she goes.
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's home equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hello, Jill Weinbanks. Good morning. Good morning, Stephanie. You, have just, you are so bright and cheery today. I know you're. Well, you're you're perfect in every way. Who doesn't love wine? Who doesn't love money? Wine banks. Your name is perfect. <laughs> Beautiful. You're elegant. You're the smartest person in the world. Um, Jill, you know I. It is so. Uh, we we so desperately need <laughs> legal minds like yours because, I guess the the makeup of this Supreme Court is what's you know, just acid reflux inducing for a lot of us. So let's talk about everything that's going on. First of all, uh, judge pauses Trump's 2020 election case, which gives me a rumbly tumbly. Judge Chuck can pause the election interference case over uh, uh, um, Wednesday as the Supreme Court considers whether to honor Jack Smith's request that they quickly review Trump's claim to immunity from prosecution. Um, ultimately, if the Supreme Court does not rule in favor of the, of the former president's favor, it may come right back to Judge Chuckton as we start the process all over again. But this would definitely be a delay, which seems like that's always Donald Trump's point. But please break down for us what your take is on what's happening. So you're absolutely right. This is a delay tactic on his part. The expedited hearing is one that can short circuit that. And I just want to go back to history. Fast is possible. A speedy decision is possible. In Watergate, we subpoenaed for trial. We indicted in March, April 16th, we subpoenaed tapes. And in May, the Supreme Court said they would take it. They canceled their summer break because, you know, normally they're gone after June. And oh, they didn't they cite heard... the Grinch for Christmas like the <laughs> Trump team did. Yes, they didn't, it, I, what, they didn't the cite Alice Cooper that schools out. Get, yeah, you don't get to go to the Hamptons <laughs> or on a fancy airplane to somewhere that um, Leonard Leo is going to take Justice Thomas. Anyway, yeah, they they heard the argument, and within a week after the arguments, they ruled that we had a right to the tapes. That was in July. So from the subpoena, April to July. It's no time at all. From the decision of the district court, Judge Sirica ruled in our favor. We did what uh, Jack Smith has done. We skipped going to the appellate court, the Court of Appeals for the yeah. District of Columbia, and asked the Supreme Court, we said, you're going to get this anyway, speed this up and take it. Yeah. And we need this for trial. The trial was set at that point for September. Under September, it ended up being October 1st, but um, we need it for trial. And so please take it right now. If you wait until you come back, it's going to be too late. And so they did, and they ruled fast. And there's no yeah. reason why this can't be fast. And to me, the answer is obvious. He does not have immunity to commit crimes that are not part of his official duties. And yeah. I cannot see how anything he did, as alleged in this indictment, 
is part of his official duties. Yeah. So he cannot be immune. Well, that I am, even as a layperson, a little confident on if I was saying. Otherwise, if they rule in his favor, Biden could, can shoot Trump on Fifth Avenue. And <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not just I'm not being funny and get no, away with I, it because that's it, what they would be ruling. I, I, I can't imagine even this. All Supreme Biden Court. would have to say is I did it as part of my job mm-hmm. to protect democracy. He's a threat to democracy. So mm-hmm. I did this. Right. And um, no one would believe it. But if the court rules in favor of Donald Trump in this, same thing. Yeah. Well, okay. But Jill, I guess we've had this conversation so many times that, you know, how many people have said Nixon would have got away with if if there was right-wing radio and Fox News at the time. Well, you know, we have, in my opinion, a thoroughly corrupt, compromised Supreme Court packed with, you know, the Clarence Thomas, who, if ever there was a case for recusal, right, him ruling on, you know, when his wife is involved in January 6th, he gets to rule on January 6th cases. He's the sole vote against, you know, uh, the last time against Trump not having to turn over January 6th documents. He's clearly compromised. You are completely right. And the attempt by the Supreme Court to say, okay, we're going to have a code of conduct. We're going to have ethics rules. And so go away. Don't keep bothering us. What they did does not solve the problems that they face. It's still too vague. It still leaves it to justices to determine whether they must recuse. There's no oversight. There's no enforcement. It doesn't do the job. So that's really bad. But, you know, the the other difference, you, you know, you mentioned that If there had been a Fox News, he would have gotten away with it. It certainly would have helped. But actually, as bad as Nixon was, he actually believed in the rule of law. And when he was told that he would be impeached, convicted on the impeachment charges, if he didn't resign, he actually had shame and he resigned. He left office. And today, that's the thing that's missing. Shame. Never do that. (laughs) Right. Entirely missing from the Republican Party. The hypocrisy. I mean, I I can't even imagine what you think of this impeachment that they voted on yesterday. That, you know, you said all the lies that led to this impeachment inquiry, uh, you know, approval by unanimous GOP bent on protecting Trump despite zero evidence. Um, Biden did anything wrong. I mean, can you ever have imagined such a thing? They have absolutely zero evidence of any crime. They they can't even identify the crime they are investigating. And to the extent that they have said anything or shown us any of their cards, so to speak, they're investigating what his son did. And as far as I know, you are not responsible for your children's conduct. There is no evidence that any money went from his son to him, except for a repayment of a car loan that his father helped with, as many fathers and families do for their children, especially children who are suffering from a drug addiction. I I am so hopeful that Hunter Biden will be an image for other parents of addicted children, that they can overcome the addiction because I have a friend who's had a child who was addicted and I did research on the chances of recovery even at the best rehab centers. Yes pathetically low it's so uncommon 
overcome I, addiction. I, I would doubt there is a family out there that hasn't experienced addiction, whether it's a family member, friend, some loved one. So, I mean, I, I think you're right. The American people get that. But let's go but back. But he seems to, to be clean, and I hope he stays clean. Yeah. It's just particularly with this kind of pressure on him. Yeah, yeah exactly. i whether he would relapse. Yeah, yeah. No, well, he said that the other day. Mm-hmm. He said, you well, know, they're he? trying to, you know, knowing that killing another, killing me would be, right? I mean, with what Joe Biden's already been through. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the other, uh, uh, again, uh, rumbly-tumbly producing Supreme Court thing. Uh, Supreme Court uh, said it will hear an appeal that could upend hundreds of charges stemming from the Capitol riot, including against President, former President Trump, the justices will review an appellate ruling that, re- that revived a charge against three defendants accused of obstruction of an official proceeding. That's among the four counts brought against Trump, as you know. The court's decision to weigh in on the obstruction charge could threaten the start of Trump's trial, currently scheduled for March 4th. Justices separately considering whether to rule quickly on Trump's claim he can't be prosecuted, the immunity thing that we already talked about. A federal judge has rejected that argument. So does that part of it worry you more than the because I agree with you that I just I cannot imagine even this court is going to rule he has some sort of presidential yeah. immunity from everything but what about this other part um no it first of all I don't think that it is the kind of argument that will delay the trial so that's the first thing because I think justice delayed is justice denied and I think it's important that the case go forward to trial and so this one is not jurisdictional in the same way as the immunity is. And so that relieves me a lot to know that it won't affect the trial. I think the argument, it's not frivolous, but I can't imagine saying that this is not an official proceeding. Um, and to limit the official proceeding to the kind of thing that was um, considered when that law was passed. So. I think that ultimately it will. And the other thing is that there are two other crimes charged that have nothing to do with that. So even if that wasn't part of the trial, or even if it was and then it was overturned because of the law, he would still have been tried on two other counts. The two that are involved with this official proceeding question do carry a 20-year sentence, which is the heaviest sentence that would matter but i don't honestly yes i think he deserves 20 years i think anyone who violates that deserves 20 years but number one he wouldn't get 20 years and number two he's 80 almost 80. so 20 he'd be 100. yeah Uh, i don't think he needs a 20-year sentence so yeah but he's in great shape right (laughs) he needs to be taken out of circulation and not allowed to speak his lies yeah that would be more important to me than whether it's a 20-year sentence or a five yeah Uh, by the way he seemed uh confused i know you're that's shocking to you he appeared confused uh, during a rally yesterday saying uh jack smith is prosecuting him trying to uh quote get a guilty plea from the supreme court (laughs) he said "Uh, let's rush it to the supreme court we got to rush it Uh, everything nothing's changed they could have started this three years ago but they didn't they started recently with this crap uh First of all, they were, this was already happening. Right. He started running in the middle of his indictments, not the other way around. Yeah. But he's, right. they want to get it. Because, of course, I, you know, Jack Smith, I do think that's a baller move. He kind of called his bluff. He's like, the Supreme Court will rule. I have immunity. And Jack Smith's like, okay, let's go. And he's like, wait, what? No. So, I mean, he can't simultaneously argue, I am immune and I'm innocent. And that's, you know, but I don't want to have the Supreme Court to hear it. 
Right. He he is hypocritical, but that's nothing new. Right. He he has always been hypocritical in what he does and says. And um, but you know, you mentioned something that really is, I think, extremely important, which is that's a gaffe when he says that. And does the press cover it? Yeah. Not so much. Do they cover even the slightest misstatement by Joe Biden? Yeah. They repeat it over and over and over and over. And it's time for some fairness in the media coverage of the two candidates. Yeah. Um, Joe, we have to talk about Texas. Uh, you you oh. tweeted, who can blame her for leaving Texas to end the danger to her health due to Texas denying her essential medical care for carrying a fetus with a fatal fetal abnormality? No one should go through this. I bet Texas loses job recruits because of this. I also think, as we keep calling it, there's going to be I think unbelievable row rage as everyone is calling it in 2024 because the more and more of these stories and this one out of Ohio, uh, the woman's being prosecuted for a miscarriage. I mean, it's these stories are going to get more and more heartbreaking and infuriating, aren't they? They are. And don't forget, Arizona has a law from 1864, which they resurrected when Roe was undone That had been the law of Arizona, and so it went back to being the law, and Arizona is in a mess right now. Um, It's it's in court right now, and there has to be a decision as to whether or not there's a 15-week ban, is there a zero-week ban? Mm -hmm. And so it's widespread. Arizona's trying to get the same kind of uh, ballot initiative, and I am sure that anywhere there's a ballot initiative, it's going to pass. Yeah, it's going. Illinois passed it before it became a thing to do, and it wasn't. No one was paying much attention. It didn't get a lot of, you know, uh, PR. Yeah. If if we were doing it now, it would be a big deal. Yeah. Well, so let's to sum up on the Supreme Court. Now, uh, in any legal case you've ever worked on, no one cited um, the Grinch or Green Eggs <laughs> and Ham or any Dr. Seuss book. Uh, not that I'm aware of, and I, it sort of was like, you know, I mean, you're a comedian, so you know that a joke that doesn't go well sort of really falls flat, and it's not funny. Yeah. I, if they were trying to be humorous, and right. the question is, you know, they're now taking the same argument to the Supreme Court. That was, you know, yeah. to the Court of Appeals. Are they going to do the same thing in the Supreme Court briefs that are due soon? I know. I hope It not. would have been I mean, funny in Watergate if they had said, as Alice Cooper said, school's out. For summer. <laughs> school's out forever maybe yeah i don't know it's it's it is the lawyers who represent donald trump have said publicly things that i'm sure they will be ashamed of um but did you see that michael cohn's lawyers may be sanctioned yeah they apparently quoted cases in asking for his early release from the conditions of his yeah. release um Cases that don't appear to exist. The court has found no evidence that yeah. they exist. Oh, boy. And so that that was a surprise. I mean, lawyers have to be a lot more careful. Yeah. I don't know if that was an AI mistake or what yeah. happened. But... I'm sure Rudy Giuliani will be fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's about he's to go through some things. Have you ever he seen... Out. Someone said, oh, I think it was our, our Glenn Kirshner said, like, it would be like robbing a bank on your way into court <laughs> for bank robbery. Like, he did it again. He defamed them on the steps of the... Uh-huh. It's it's and that's why he's not testifying. Right. Apparently, is the lawyers don't think they can control him, and that he will repeat on the stand the things that have already been found to be lies, defamatory, and deliberate. 
So if he yeah. does it again on the stand, yeah. imagine how the jury would react. Oh, yeah. my God. I know. Jill, just to sum up, and for those who have just tuned in, because Supreme Court's obviously where everyone's focus are, what time frame do you think they might rule in, and what, what do you think the outcome is going to be there? How concerned are you? I... I would be concerned if they don't rule immediately. I, I mean, obviously we're at a really bad time of year. Yeah. Um, but I think they could rule certainly in early January and that any delay to the trial, because I don't think the immunity argument is going to prevail, right. uh, would be minor and could still go ahead. And so I, I'm maybe being Pollyanna because this is a different Supreme Court and yeah. it's you cannot predict like what this court's going to do. But even this court, under the scrutiny it is, must recognize that if it expects yeah. to have any public credibility, it must take this and do it quickly, that there okay. is a reason why this needs to be done quickly. Yeah, there couldn't be a more and compelling is, national interest. Right. All right. It's yeah. a really bad time of year. That's Rudolph, not the Grinch, right? What you were citing? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, okay. All right. We love you, Jill Wine. <laughs> Thank Jill. you. Have a very happy holiday, everyone. You too. You too. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.